I am not excited to be here. <laughs> poor Vegas and poor Grace. But it's okay. Me and Alessia are here to convince you to tr- to hop on the Montreal bandwagon. I already got Marjorie on the bandwagon, yeah. so. Okay. Even though I'm a Leafs fan, I can't deny how amazing the Canadians have been so far. And only because I love Alessia and Carey Price is why I am cheering for the Habs. Before we get into the politics of our group and, and the controversies between the three of us surrounding uh, who we cheer for, we're going to move past that and uh, talk about what viewers should expect from each team. The Wraparound with Grace, Alessia, and Marjorie. Okay, I'll go first because this one's pretty obvious. It's going to be a battle of the goalies. So both Price and Vasilevsky are high caliber goalies and some of the best goalies in the league right now. So that's what I, I'm expecting from this series. But not only that, when you're looking at Montreal, I expect them to do kind of what they did last year in terms of the playoffs was to have faith in the young players like Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, and Jesperi Kotkaniemi. That's where I'm seeing from Montreal. And then for Tampa, there is no denying that their first line has been incredible with Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov. So I expect them to be just as good, if not better, in this series than they have been this entire playoffs. Um, I think for this series, we can expect to not see any high-scoring games. Because, as Alessia said, it will be a goalie battle. And Tampa can be a high-scoring team, but Montreal has been able to shut down every single high-scoring team they've played so far. So I think it's going to be really competitive on the ice, but the box store score isn't necessarily going to show that. Very excellent uh, points. I completely agree. What else can I add other than that? Um, but moving on from that, and I think the next question is pretty much was pretty much answered in the last question I asked, but who will be the difference maker for each team? Personally, I think it'll be the goalies, but I'm curious to see what you guys uh, are thinking. I've got whole paragraphs written out for this. Oh I'm just saying. I did oh my, my research because I knew that I had to come in here knowing my stuff so that I wouldn't just sit here and cry about Vegas the whole time, even though that's exactly what I'm going to do. But the difference makers for me, Philip Deneau and his whole line are a difference yep. maker in this entire playoffs. Deneau has been critical to the Habs' success this season, and I'd say he's in a close second to, like, importance to Carey Price. <laughs> like, it goes Carey Price and then Philip Deneau. And although he doesn't have many points, he has been key to shutting down those offensive opponents that I mentioned earlier. And the Habs are definitely going to need that against the power play team that the Bolts are. And they've been playing high scoring teams and they've been shutting them down. So they just have to keep doing what they're doing. For the Tampa Bay Lightning, it's Andre Vasilevsky. Alessia mentioned it earlier, but as we've seen with the Canadians, Price has been able to pull that team out of its slumps and carry the team on his back when it's needed. And because of this, Vasilevsky is going to have to do the exact same, which he probably isn't used to because he has <laughs> such crazy offensive players in front of him. Uh, but he's already been great this playoffs, but he can't back down or get you comfy in that net. Yeah, like Grace mentioned about the Deneau line, they've been able to shut down the biggest lines that they've come come in, basically have played against this entire playoffs. So it's been amazing. And like you mentioned, Deneau doesn't have too many points and neither do his line mates, but there's more than just points when you're looking at what that line does. And they've been shutting down huge lines 
like strong lines. And like I mentioned last episode, sometimes you can't even put the entire blame on like the big lines not producing. You actually have to look at and give credit to the teams that are defending the lines. So that's what I was going to say. But one thing I was going to kind of switch up the question, say what will be the difference maker? And for me, it's going to be the special teams because Tampa Bay is coming into this series with one of the best power plays. But Montreal is also coming into the series with one of the best penalty kills. So for Montreal, they're going to have to keep themselves out of the box and limit Tampa Bay to getting power plays. That's going to be crucial to them having success in this series. Montreal's been insane. They're 31 for 31 on the penalty kill since that game four against Toronto. That's a stat that I keep seeing come up. And every time I see it, (laughs) it just like blows my mind. Kind of, it's just incredible to kind of see how... They can just do a completely, not like, I guess a 180, but, but like in terms of expectations and what other people have thought about them and, um, you know, how things went during the regular season is sometimes were good. Most of it was bad, hence why they landed in the spot that they landed at the end of the, of the year. But look at them now and they're doing absolutely incredible. And that's why I think this series is going to be absolutely amazing to watch. And since Alessia was speaking about those special teams, Um, I guess you can say that that's one of the things that Montreal should keep kind of or keep up with in order to survive this series. So my next question for you guys is one thing each team should change and one thing each team should should kind of keep and, um, you know, keep it as a part of their their game right now. Um, I I guess Grace kind of touched upon this, but the one thing I would keep in terms of Montreal is pairing or putting the Dano line up against Tampa Bay's best lines. I mean, we saw it. They shut down the, they, that line shut down Matthews. They shut down Winnipeg's first line. Same thing with Vegas and the Mark Stone line. They basically did almost nothing. So I would say keep that line up against Tampa's, Tampa Bay's best lines. And I don't know, there's really not much that I can change. I can say that Montreal should change other than just to keep, having faith in their youngsters sometimes we see we saw during the regular season that a young player would make a mistake and automatically they're on the bench as opposed to a vet that might make a mistake and they're still getting very good minutes so i just i would say just keep rolling with the young the young players because they've been fantastic and don't basically I mean, keep giving them confidence. If they make a mistake, keep going. I think that Montreal should keep, like you mentioned the skill, but also this believing in themselves attitude they've got going on. Like this has been fun for them and you can see it in the post-game pressers. The whole team is on fire and it's not just because of that skill. It's because they're able to keep themselves in good spirits. And I mean, that is a pretty easy thing to do when you've won 11 out of the past 13 games. But even through those two losses, they were still able to keep themselves kind of up and Adam during those post-game pressers um as far as change I agree that there's like not too much about this team that you should change except for maybe and this is Tampa Bay specific the offense they come out into their power play with I think that that could use a little bit more I guess um just because with Tampa Bay that's going to be a really important thing is to get past their penalty kill because I think their penalty kill is like eighth in the league or something so it's not great um and you know we saw in the Vegas Montreal series that Montreal wasn't getting a lot of power plays though that was a thing so hopefully we'll get to see 
some more rightly called <laughs> penalties <laughs> this playoff series, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think just like, I mean, this goes for both teams because there's Vasilevsky and there's Price. One thing both teams need to kind of stray away from, especially in this series, is to not basically rely on your goalie to bail you out, I guess. Like to play with the same intensity for 60 minutes. And obviously we've seen Montreal, once they score three goals, there's like some sort, there's a record now that once you score three goals and Price is a net in the playoffs, he they've won. So knock on wood that continues but yeah i think just both teams need to play and obviously they have great goalies behind them but you can't just rely on the goalie and i think both teams have shown that they can do that they can keep playing and have their goalie be strong in net behind them now as far as tampa goes um for tampa for me they should keep their defense intact that's literally all i've written Montreal can capitalize on like literally any scoring chances. And it's like those young guys that you mentioned, Alessia, they have been so great this entire playoffs. So Tampa's defense and Vasilevsky are going to have to be at the top of their game this entire time, especially like, and one thing Tampa should change is their, some of their offensive strategies because there are holes and any Tampa game I've watched in the past couple of games, there's been a lot of turnovers and that is, again, where Montreal's young guys are definitely going to get their chances. Yeah, with the turnover point that you made, I mean, a lot of people, when they look at Montreal from the beginning till now, they're like, they've had so many lucky bounces. Like, they're in they're in the finals just because luck. And I'm saying, well, yes, every team's gotten lucky bounces, but it's what you do with the lucky bounces. And I think every lucky bounce that Montreal has gotten, where, whether it came from a turnover or a bounce off the boards, they've used it and they've scored or they've or they've at least used it to their advantage. So I think for Tampa, it's limiting those turnovers, like Grace said, but also not giving up too many chances to Montreal because once you give up a chance, it's very likely that Montreal is going to come and attack with a lot of power, like they have this entire playoffs. So that's just one thing that I would point out. And so going back to kind of what you guys were talking about in terms of lines, um, we're going to end off kind of this preview with, lines you know the viewers should should watch out for specifically which Montreal line versus which Tampa line uh, you know which ones will be the ones that will be the most exciting to watch and probably the ones that either produce the most or um, not even produce but just give the most in terms of you know defense and um, you know quality chances. So for me, for Montreal, I guess I'll, I'll just start with Montreal. The first line with Toffoli, Suzuki, and Caulfield, I think is going to be a very important line in this series. Suzuki and Caulfield from the Leafs series have been difference makers in basically in every series for the Habs. And Caulfield, he's just been a blast to watch and he's proven that he can perform on any stage in hockey, which is incredible. But one line that I think does wonders for the Habs and it's, it's talked about, but not as much as others, is the fourth line with Armia, Perry, and Stahl. Now, one thing, it's kind of like we didn't have our, our news segment this week, but one news that we can basically mention is that Armia was on the COVID protocol list before today, and he was not going to travel with the team to Tampa, but today he got the green light, which probably means that it was a false positive test. And he's now joined the team in Tampa. So he's going to be a game time decision. It's going to basically be, be between Armia and Jake Evans, who is now ready to play. 
after the Winnipeg series. It's going to be between them on the fourth line, but that fourth line is not afraid to get beside the blue paint and get beside the goalie. And especially Corey Perry, he's been a presence off the ice, on the bench, and on the ice. And he's just been, he's been incredible. And I hope the Habs sign him again because, wow, just wow. He's been great for the Habs. When I think about um, the Habs lines, I cannot get the Dino line out of my head like ever. <laughs> I feel like they're going to be like in both my dreams and my nightmares simultaneously for the next like six months. Um, so I think that's my top line for them. And then also Nick Suzuki's line. I have been watching Nick Suzuki play hockey since like 2017, since good old OHL days. And oh, yeah. as much as a Hounds fan, I used to be like, oh, we're playing Suzuki tonight. Like, no, he was still so <laughs> much fun to watch. And he still is. So that's definitely one of the lines that I keep my eye out for all the time. Um, on Tampa, it's the kind of, you know, obvious choice of Point, Kucherov and Palat. Like, again, you got to stick with those guys there. Their power play is insane. They're incredible. <laughs> I think last week I spoke so highly of Braden Point, and it's just, he's been incredible, especially, even Kucherov too, like that entire line has been producing so many points, and it has been the difference maker for Tampa for sure, so that's definitely a line I'm looking at watching this series. Yeah, in reality, when have they actually ever disappointed anybody especially especially Kucherov like when when is anybody like talking about him like oh he's been awful this whole year or like what a terrible game I'm sure like he has like you know his okay games but majority of them are pretty darn good um but I mean with when it when it comes to you know talking about which line for each team. I feel like they all have really amazing lines, but I think the ones you guys mentioned are obviously the top ones and obviously the ones that the coaches are going to be going um, for the most. So those are going to be kind of excited to see maybe if there are ever going to be any shuffles uh, in any of the, you know, lineups, depending on how the games go, but very exciting nonetheless. And for the last question that I'm asking you guys, which is the question I always end off um, asking you guys with each episode, I had to think really hard about this one because I've asked so many questions over the course of the season that sometimes I run out of things to say. So when it came time to kind of phrasing the question I finally came up with, I was like, does this question even make sense? But I think it does. And I think I got it right. So what would be a bigger surprise? Montreal losing the final or Tampa winning? I think the biggest surprise would be Tampa losing, to be honest. Alessia, that's not the question. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm switching up the question because I don't like, when I look at this series, Montreal's the underdog again, that's pretty clear. So would it be surprising if they lost? Eh, I don't know. Not really, I guess. And watch your phrasing. We don't want to do this again, Alessia. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to say too much, but I think the surprise, more of a surprise would be Tampa Bay losing because they're defending champs. They're coming in. They're not the underdogs, clearly not. So I think that would be a very big surprise. But both teams are amazing. 
both teams have their strengths and their weaknesses so we'll see where it goes and that's all I'm saying because I don't want to jinx anything (laughs) okay Grace go okay I'm so scared (laughs) last time we were like don't underestimate the islanders and then they just like blew up and it was awful (laughs) um montreal losing would be a surprise because of how well they've carried this team throughout the entire playoffs i agree yeah tampa winning would be a surprise because of how well montreal's carried themselves throughout these (laughs) i agree So I feel like, I feel like it's kind of 50-50. When I was coming up with this question, I'm like, how do I say this? Do I say like Montreal losing or Tampa losing or Montreal winning or Tampa winning? Or do I, do I do the opposite? Because technically if Montreal loses, then obviously Tampa wins, but still either one could be a surprise. So it's a very strange question to ask, but it has multiple, you know, possibilities. And that's why I thought it was interesting one to ask because there are so much weight currently now on Montreal's shoulders and also same with Tampa because they're the reigning champs so in either situation there's gonna be you know oh you know I'm not surprised or you know what I I was surprised and it sucks but um but yeah good answers as always never disappointed someone always always bound to change my question um c'est la vie (laughs) I actually answered it this time. Just write that down in your record books. It wasn't me. Yeah, one tick for Grace. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, Take everything, you know, what the girls said into consideration, especially when you're watching these games. It's definitely going to be a fun series to watch. Um, And yeah, you know, tweet us, DM us, uh, comment on on our posts, telling us who you're cheering for, um who do you expect to win who you want to win um but yeah thanks for listening and by the time we talk to you next week things will be very very different but nonetheless i'm sure there'll be lots of exciting things to speak about on here so thank you for listening and until next time bye